Welcome to the latest United We Stand podcast. My name's Andy Mitten and I'm sat in the Blind Beggar pub in Whitechapel. It's about four hours before Manchester United play at West Ham in the FA Cup sixth round and the time when logic sorts of disappears from my brain because I firmly believe that United are going to Wembley at this moment and when the game starts, well, who knows what to expect with Louis van Gaal in charge. I wouldn't be surprised tonight if United went through. We'll comfortably beat them. Well, at least if they draw, it'll go to penalties. I'm joined here in the pub, which is a famous old East End pub, by a few of the United East End lads who've come down from uh, most of them from Manchester today. Uh, Luke Morris, who does Style Council. Neil, who does Transmission. Uh, Richard, who writes the season in brief. Danny, who writes the United We Stands uh, website. Luke, how are you feeling about the game tonight? And have we got over Tottenham yet? No, oh, definitely not. No. <laughs> um, it's not funny. Why are you laughing? Because oh, it's, it's got to that point now, hasn't it, really? I was saying to Neil on the tube coming in, the first goal went in, totally destroyed us. Second goal went in, uh, you started getting annoyed. I was right near the segregation on Sunday, and then the third goal went in, you just had to start laughing, really. It's got to that point. What's this, the second game in... Three days, four days. I can't see a goal tonight, to be honest. So you don't think we've got a Wembley? No. No? No. Neil, 5,000 United fans in here. We've just walked in the first pub we've come into outside Whitechapel Station to hear a a song about if you are a City fan. So there's (laughs) a few old faces in here. How are you feeling about tonight's game? Well, I'm I'm always optimistic about the game, but like Luke said, I I just can't remember um, the last time that we were in a losing position and won the game or a game's turned in our favour midway through for the better and but having said that if we go out strong tonight I always think we'll do well in a game I don't know maybe that's just blind optimism but after Sunday it's difficult because I just don't think the United recently have even the City game recently the Liverpool away game recently we, we didn't really go out to win it we kind of won it by the other teams not being that great and I don't know how many times we get away with that Having said that, if we do go out strong, I think we're good enough to win it. Right, never mind the football for a minute. You write about music for United, where you stand. <laughs> Tell yes. us a good Manchester band who's on, on the way through at the moment, who you think is going to make it. And you know when you go to these concerts and there's like four people there? Yeah. Do you, do you like know them all? Do you know the bands? Is Are you mates? <laughs> or you're in a band as well? You might as well plug your band while you're at it. I won't do that, but... Um, I'll, I'll, what are they called? The band I'll plug at the moment is... No, what's your band called? Ba- well, the band I'll plug at the moment is the Slow Readers Club because I, I, I think I, I put them in the, the fanzine about four or five years ago, a long, long time ago, um, when they were just doing the first single or something. I've known them for a long time. Um, they've rele- released a second album last year and I did an interview with Kurt, um, who I've known for, for many years as well. He's a really good lad, from Women's Shore, United fans. But last month I put something in to say, come to their gig at the, the cathedral. And within a few weeks they just got announced on the support tour for James so they're supporting James around the arenas all around the country so they're doing it right now I don't know where they are tonight some, somewhere but um, so I'm going to plug them really great band <laughs> what's that Danny my mother-in-law's going to that <laughs> <laughs> tell her to get there early and watch the slow reading Danny what's the capital of Australia uh, Canberra well done oh, Rich, yeah. Richard um, what, tell us a bit about the pub that we're in <laughs> this pub apparently it's um, renowned for some sort of Misdemeanors by the craze, I believe. Well, there was a famous shooting here, wasn't it? The last, the I think last. There was. I think there was. Jack the Hat. Yes, right? yes, there was. Right. Tell me more. You know more. You're holding information back here. <laughs> <laughs> 
What have you got two eyes? This well, real pit. Wasn't you, was it? No, it wasn't me. I'm far too young for that, Andy. Look who's arrived. Introduce yourself. Hiya, uh, Lawrence. This is Loz. Where have you come down from? Uh, not from the hard, hard ends of Manchester, I'm afraid. Just from down the road from work. <laughs> Did I see a picture of you with your cock out recently? Luke took that photo. <laughs> so, yes. <laughs> yes, yes. Here's the answer. What? I had no part in the matter. I was peacefully small having, having a wee <laughs> and someone takes an indecent photo of me and then puts it online. We're just talking about if someone was to climb onto the Holy Trinity statue and take the pants down, would, would, would that be pretty distasteful? That would be absolutely unacceptable. I can't think of anyone who'd do that. Not at all. And get chased off by security. Not at all. <laughs> Richard, how are you feeling about United at the moment? Because people are buzzing here, having a few pints, looking forward to the game, but it's been bobbins this season, hasn't it? Yeah, it's been shit. Um, tonight, it's, this is it, isn't it? This is it, this is it tonight. It's, it's the one where it's either going to make it or break it, and this is the chance. I couldn't, personally, I couldn't give a shit whether they've gone fourth, fifth, sixth, but tonight, there's a chance to move further forward, get, get to Wembley get a chance for a final this cup is there for the taking and if this team and this manager can't get themselves up for this then well Danny what's the capital of Canada Ottawa Ottawa, Ottawa, Ottawa so up for it in terms of 5,000 United fans coming down it's it's the last ever game in the FA Cup at Upton Park it'll probably be the last game under lights at Upton Park because I think the game at the end of the s- no I might be well, wrong they'll there. have them on in May they'll they? have them on in May probably just about but you get the, you get the point well yeah I, d- I don't imagine the players have got any idea of any of that they have well okay but trust us it's there it's some of them have this is it this is this is tonight it's who's left in the cup really You've got no Liverpool. You've got no. There's no one. There's no one really to be worried about in this cup anymore. And I just think if if the players can play for the manager tonight, then it's there to win the cup. If the, they don't turn up tonight for the manager, then I think it says a lot about the manager. Danny, what tactical formation do you think both teams will go with tonight? And what do you make of the West Ham bench? <laughs> I, I have no idea who the West Ham like manager is. Hello. <laughs> Actually, I do, Billich, but. Um... Uh, we're we're going to get beat, I think. But uh, I've turned up because we've got we might win. So you know, you never know. I don't like this. <laughs> just just ask your mum. Ask your capitals in, instead. What about memories of Upton Park? And I'll ask all of you because um, I've always liked coming here. It has got summer. I know it's a bit cliche, East End, but I like coming here. I like going to Everton. Um, what about you, Danny? Just West Ham, but before that, what's the capital of Pakistan? Oh, um, oh why is the capital of it? Adi Sadiba. I've been caught on it. What is it? Islamabad. Islamabad. I should have watched more Homeland. Um, is that where it's. Oh, I don't Optum know. Part memories. Uh, I don't know. Well, obviously, bad in a way, but. I hate this. I really hate. Just take this microphone away from me. Um, All right. Have you got? Sorry. Have you got any memories? Van Percy equaliser the other year, and um, me and Remo not being able to find a coach. That was that is all that I remember about it. But I don't remember last week really. So, uh, no. Just, just take that. Richard, capital of South Africa. Oh fucking hell. 
you're not allowed to swear after the edit. My apologies. Um, if your employers are listening to this, are they going to take too kindly to you swearing? Probably not. I've been asked an innocent question about a capital of a democratic country. My favourite West Ham memory <laughs> is probably when Dan fell down the steps on the way to Upton Park the other year. Well, whatever. <laughs> it was London. And um, also, there was loads of us drinking in Stratford about 15 years ago, and there was loads of lads colouring in tickets. They weren't real tickets. And they all got in. So that's, that's good. I don't know the South Africa one, I'm sorry. South Africa? Yeah, Go on, South Africa. It's Cape Town. No, it's got three. It's well easy. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's Cape Town. Johannesburg. No, you're all wrong. It's got logistics. It's got a I think the lesson to learn here is if you don't know, just say you don't know. I'm not even Because I knew the answer to that. Pretoria, no? No, it's got three. Oh, hang on. Sorry, it's a capital. Neil, what's capital of Brazil? I want to say Brasilia. Well, you're right. West Ham memories. West Ham memories. I wasn't here in 92, 95. I wasn't here in 2011, was it, when Rooney scored? Just memories of games you've been at, rather than... You're not going to list every game you've not been at. No, so some, some a better one. In 1970, I didn't make it that time. <laughs> <laughs> was when Van Persie scored that equaliser out of nowhere. My bad one was in the FA Cup, uh, the, the Carling Cup, when we lost 4-0, I think, and Bebe was shooting towards the upper tier every single time John he got the ball. Evans had that shot? John Evans had a nightmare. Was it Spectre? Spectre had, had the game of his life. Was oh, God. And it was snowing as well. That was a, that was a bad one, but Van Persie was the... It's a great ground in a... You know, it's a classic old-style stadium, great atmosphere, and it'd be a shame to see him play somewhere else. I hope they can replicate it, but... It's going to be hard because one of the things about Upton tonight. Park, you've got the chicken run right by the pitch, they're, they're right on top of you, the, yeah, the yeah, fans' yeah. atmosphere yeah. is good. Right the there. Olympic Stadium, the, the, the club keep claiming it's going to be all right, but how could they claim otherwise? Arsenal's not the same. No. So Arsenal's we'll, we'll Arsenal's not the same. Well, I did hear an Arsenal chant the other day, which I liked, and I heard it from three Arsenal fans, proper London lads who are on the way back from Everton, and to the tune of Let It Be. And it was um, give the ball to Hector Bellerin, but it just sounded good. And I don't think I've ever credited Arsenal for any element of their fan culture before, but it sounded um, sounded decent. Luke, West Ham memories, but before that, tell us a capital of New Zealand. Auckland. No, Wellington, is it? Any, any Looking out, I've been to both of them. Right? <laughs> I can't remember. Wellington. I'm going to go with Wellington. Um, West Ham memories, probably the last time we was here, it was FA. Last time I was here, it was the FA Cup again. It was a Saturday night. I think it was an R5 kickoff, and you might need to edit this out, but from what I heard, someone got stabbed with a pen at one point. That was our, well, not all right. Where did you hear it from? What's your source? If I have to edit this out, I'll say someone off the monkey bus, that's all I'll say. So one of your mates on a bus who may have taken alcohol told you that someone had been stabbed with a pen. In the Denmark. And I've got to stand that up for a podcast which is downloaded by 10,000 people within 24 hours of of, of going out. I got told who did it, but I'm not going to say that on here. Don't be a grass. <laughs> um, I'll always remember 92 being absolutely destroyed when United got beat here. And being a young lad, um, skipping school in the afternoon to get the coach down and just being gutted. But I'd not seen anything. Ferguson wrote in his book that he saw a United fan that day as a team coach left Upton Park, sat on the pavement crying. And that United fan was Andy Gregory, the England international rugby league player and then 95 when United uh, lost the league when Andy Cole had a couple of chances um, Ludek McClosko pronounced that wrong was in brilliant form and Blackburn won the league I know United had an outside chance that day so 
had some some good memories here as well. There's usually a decent atmosphere here, but the two that stand out are both um, negative, unfortunately. Rooney's goal from the halfway line a couple of years ago. Remember a brilliant 4-2 win when I think United were were, were, were down. Um, Danny, what are you saying? You've got a question for me. What's the capital of Burkina Faso? Capital of Burkina Faso yeah, is a, a, a wagon. All right. Oh, he's going to get it, but I don't want to know that. A, 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 a wagaduga. Oh, God, you got it. All right, all right, fair oh, enough. No. I can't believe you got that. Should have before as being a geek who was asking people about, about capital that. cities. What have you made of, of United Google recently? Um, and who would you like to be the next United manager, Danny? Uh, John Ashton. <laughs> <laughs> John Ashton will be... No, Jose Mourinho. Um, obviously, ideally, like I said before, we all want gigs. The dream well, people dream. don't when we ask them the question about five percent vote. Everyone wants Ryan Giggs to do well, just like everyone who loved Canton out. Graham Robson's say God would do well. I just think that you know someone's earned a chance. It's just uh, Jose, but I hate why well, I shouldn't call him Jose, but Marino. But do you know? Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like people call him Pet, but I just think he's earned his chance. But you you've been putting me off with all your stories, like so you know. So I'm gonna give it gigs and put John Ashton as number two. Um, Richard, you were singing Van Al's praises before. Do you still think he should be in charge next season? No, he's a massive dickhead. Um, I liked, I liked the idea of it. I thought the first season went well, but no, it's it's all gone to shit. And it, it was it was looking all right. Last season was looking good. There was progress being made, but this season, for whatever reason, has just gone gone completely backwards. I kind of agree with Dan in the. Not the John Ashton bit, the Jose, Jose Mourinho bit. Explain who John Ashton is. He's, he's <laughs> Doveman who usually comes on these podcasts. He is. He's a He is. He's a big friend of Paul Scholes. But no, I think he's, he's actually really the, the good mates with him, isn't he? Yeah, apparently. Yeah. No, yeah. he is. No, when, when, I, I sometimes think he's making it up, but yeah, but apparently when, like, he is. When Scholes goes to Cheltenham races, he goes with with John, just them yeah. two. Yeah, John just got stand there. Take the pictures. Absolutely mired to fuck. By people saying, "Oh, you were a great footballer." That must be a pain in the arse, I would for both of them. Yeah, yeah, it must, it must. But in terms of someone with a big enough personality to turn the club around, yeah, Mourinho for me. Neil, um, Lauren Blanc. Uh, I wanted Lauren Blanc before Van Gaal came in. In fact, before Moyes came in, I was saying Lauren Blanc, and I still would like to see Lauren Blanc. I think when he played for the club, he seemed to get. It took a few months, but he seemed to get United. Um, I like the way he played. I like the way he um, conducted himself. And as a manager, I think he's done well since. So he's I, a linguist I, as well. He could communicate with all those other players. You see, I don't really, appre- I don't really appreciate that when you, as, as a fan, you don't appreciate that kind of side of it. But I suppose, yeah, that's as, as Mourinho, good to be fair. Yeah, well, obviously, yeah, he, he did that before he was a manager. Gig, he, so. gig speaks seven languages as well. <laughs> Is that true? <laughs> no. <laughs> Luke? English? Uh, it took me a while to come round to it, but Jose Mourinho, it just, the club needs sorting out, doesn't it, really? Well, not necessarily, but yeah, the club does, but specifically the team. It just they, The players need somebody they can play for and they want to play for, and Van Gaal hasn't given us that, is he? So, a couple of fans are starting to sing in, in the pub. I'm going to make my way down to Upton Park. Before I do, I'm just going to ask each of the lads a prediction for tonight's game. Score, Dan. Uh, two two nil United. I know I said we'd lose, but I, th- I think we'll win now. Was <laughs> two one United. Richard, United win on penalties. I, yeah, penalty shootout. Either way, go into extra time and then we'll get beat off our stand. 
United to go through with the team buzzing in front of the away end at the end, <laughs> led by Ryan Giggs, absolutely bouncing, singing about going to Wembley. Hey. I'll join you back at Upton Park. United won the game, 2-1, is Mr Louis van Gaal, who was in decent form after the match, uh, Upton Park was rocking, That'd probably be the last time I ever go there, and it's a really atmospheric ground, it's very, very loud at the start, but United were quite poor at the start, I think for the first 15 minutes, West Ham were clearly dominant, and then this rainbow appeared, the tides turned, and Manchester United played really, really well. I thought Marouane and Fellaini played well in midfield. Quite an unorthodox role off um, Marcus Rashford. Similar to the role he played at Everton, where he, he played off the striker. He was winning everything in midfield. He got a goal. He was absolutely buzzing when he scored. The away end was bouncing. 5,000 people singing, K Sarah, Sarah. It was a great football match. It was a great cup tie. It took me back to my youth when it felt like it really mattered. I know United have raised expectations and Champions League victories and league titles are expected, but you can't help how you feel. And it was just a cracking game of football against a team with an exceptionally good home record. And Manchester United are now going to Wembley, albeit for the semi-final. I'm a traditionalist. I prefer semi-finals not to be at Wembley. I think Wembley should be the, the ultimate prize, the final prize, but... I can half see the reasons why the Football Association need to raise a few quid to pay for that expensive stadium. And it will allow for a massive allocation of tickets. I think Manchester United's biggest ever away following was the 2013 Charity Shield, Community Shield, which David Moyes won. And the 65,000 Manchester United fans inside Wembley. So if you want tickets, you can probably get on it. Everyone will be on it against Everton a week on Saturday, uh, and here's Louis van Gaal after the game at West Ham. Deserved to win it tonight? I think so. I think we controlled uh, the game for 85 minutes, and we could have finished the game uh, much earlier. But yeah. Then uh, they scored uh, against us, and then it is very nervous till the end. And then David de Gea saved us with a fantastic save. But I think, after all, when you see the match, I think that we have uh, deserved it. But also the bigger chances. I think Wendell was also very good uh, today, saved also. Uh, So I think it, it, it is uh, deserved, but at the end you can also uh, make, make a draw and then it is much more difficult for us because they uh, come back from 2-0 and then the extra time is more difficult for us. So it was good that it was 2-1 uh, at the end. Thank you. Why did you decide to, it looked like there was a change in the field today, so it was more... 4-3-3 with Ferrer and Fellaini pushed further forward. What was your thinking behind 
No, uh, I think uh, West Ham is a, a more physical game, and also in height. Uh, I have to uh, also every match take into account the height of my players when you play against uh, another team, because ev every set play you have seen it, it's, it's, it's a danger. And uh, that's why also uh, that uh, I have chosen for this uh, lineup. But uh, of course, uh, also because of uh, the qualities of the players, and uh, if they can cope with admit, with uh, the midfielders of uh, West Ham United, uh, I think we have uh, pressed always very high again. But uh, it is uh, of course. A risk then, because uh, in the first half uh, Valencia was playing, was a surprise for me that he was playing. Uh, yeah, he is very fast, and when you pr press high, uh, you have, you need to play more compact and more from your goal. So that was more difficult, but we did it. So I was very uh, satisfied uh, half time because. We controlled the game, we had better chances. I've only seen the big chance of uh, Valencia, I think. Does, uh, does Rashford still surprise you? Or is, he, is that what he does all the time, that he's, he's great goals? It was a great goal. Uh, I was behind him uh, on the bench and I, I saw his view and I saw uh, the, the gap the corner in the goal, and I shouted, shoot! <laughs> but to do is much more difficult, so, no, it was a great goal, very great goal, and, and a fantastic dribble also. Yeah, I say always uh, to him, when you are in a 60 meter, you have to dribble, and you have to come to, to a shot, and yeah. He has that quality, so he can score a lot of goals. Louis, how important is, is, is this? For me, it, for me, it's a desire. It's not important for me. A desire that I want to win a title in in England because I have won everywhere I have worked a title. But I'm not important. The club is important. The fans are important, and of course the players are important because when you win such a game here, West Ham United doesn't lose uh, from August. Beat every top club in the Premier League here. And we play like we have played uh, tonight, after a defeat against Tottenham also, till the 70th minute. Nothing. We control the game. But I cannot say that when you uh, lose 3-0, then the next day it's Man United has played very lousy, and, and I have read that, of, of, of course, but that was not true. And uh, I'm very happy that in, in spite of that defeat, 3-0, we don't lose so much with uh, goal difference of three, that we can have the spirit uh, this evening again, like we have showed against the defeat against Liverpool also. 2-0 in the EuroLeague against our biggest enemy and then the next match you have to play 
and then it was, uh, I believe, also West Ham United. And then we are 1-0 in behind, and we are coming back, fighting till the end. So you cannot deny that uh, my team has a lot of fighting spirit. You do seem to keep on bouncing back, whether it's a um, match against Liverpool, it was the Arsenal win, it was the uh, Man City win, and now tonight. Do you feel this answers the critics a little bit? Because you've been a ma under a fair amount of pressure from, from the club. Yeah, what can I answer? I do my work. I do my utmost best. And... Uh, and everywhere where I have worked, I have uh, won something. And uh, a lot of things uh, has been changed in all the clubs where, where I have worked. And because of uh, that, I'm here. I'm selected by, by uh, Manchester United because of that. Not because uh, I am a lousy trainer. Oh, manager. Hmm? Yes, as a coach yeah, of the Dutch national team yeah. in 2000, 2001. You, uh, you know, you have to know that. Played England. You can. Uh, I don't want to say it. Here. I, I don't want to say it here. Going back to Rashford. He seems to score in all the big games for a young lad. No nerves at all, eh? No. He's, he's, he's a very, uh, yeah, I, I, I have to say, focused on his work. And that I, uh, I admire when you are so young. And there is so much attention now because uh, he, he is scoring so much goals and important goals. And you can cope with that attention and, and focus uh, to your next match. And when you have criticism, he can cope with criticism also. And he can say about himself, yes, manager, you are right. And I have to do that and that. I, I think it is fantastic because uh, there are not a lot of players with a lot of... that they can see their self-image in the match. I, I hope that I express myself good, that you do understand what I mean. Is he ready to play for England? There's bound to be people saying uh, It's not my job. My job is uh, the, uh, the manager of uh, Man United. Okay, last What's question. Your opinion of the other goal scorer, Marouane Fellaini, from his performance. Yeah, Fellaini is always doing what what uh, we are asking. He wants to perform what we are uh, asking, and and uh, that I have said uh, already. Uh, <laughs> before this uh, press conference because uh, there is sometimes criticism on his way of playing but he has certain qualities and I like uh, that because that's also with uh, Andy Carroll he has also certain qualities and not many clubs have that quality 
and 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 that's the most important thing. And that's why he is always invited also for the uh, national or Bel Belgian national team because he has that quality. Okay, guys, thank you. Uh, the game's finished, and as you may tell by the tone of my voice, I'm a very happy man because Manchester United are going to Wembley. I'm on the tube back into central London, and I'm sat next to Mark Ogden, the journalist, the renowned journalist of the independent newspaper stroke website, whatever it is. Um, Mark, what did you make of the game? I thought for the first 20 minutes, I thought United couldn't get out of their own half, but then they suffocated West Ham a bit and just ground them down, and from that point on, I thought they dominated the game. And I was really impressed with United going forward, the front three. I thought Rashford, Martial and Lingard were great. I thought Fosse and Mensah was fantastic at right back. I thought he just, he just snuffed out Payet. You know, Payet was a big threat and he, he dominated him really. Physically as well, for a, for a kid it was really impressive. Who will win the FA Cup? Um, I kind of hope it's United for lots of reasons. Um, business reasons, uh, other reasons. It's a good story. Um, I do wonder about... Yeah, I do wonder about Everton though. If Lukaku fancies it at Wembley next week, it'll be a tough day. If not, I think United will win. And then United need to win something, don't they? Just get back to winning ways. So let's hope United win it. Everton's players aren't over enamoured with their manager at the moment. Um, where can we read you these days? Because there's been a change at, at the Indy. Um, well, still on the independent website. Uh, and my stuff then ends up in the eye, as it used to do, but kind of shrunken down a little bit so if people see the eye and think there's a lot of mistakes in it it's not very long it's because it's been butchered by people in the office so uh, but yeah I'm still on the uh, on the website still on Twitter so yeah that's where I am um, also with Danny Webber the top scorer for Salford City are you? I am just by a single goal uh, are you going up this year? yeah I think we are we've made it difficult for ourselves not automatic but I think we'll we'll do it through the playoffs it'll be tough because it'll be either Blythe or Darlington um, but yeah, I think we can we can beat either. What about Manchester United tonight? That was a great game of football. Yeah, you know the 90 minutes went went so fast. You know, for once it wasn't um, you know for once of late anyway it wasn't paint drying. It was it was good to watch the front you know the front three excited me from the off. Um, I thought you know I'm not Fellaini's biggest fan, but I thought he had a very good game tonight. I thought he. Um, Why didn't the West Ham players go near him? I don't know. We just seemed like a force field around him but for once, yeah, for yeah. once. I mean, even Not you know, often we say that. But exactly. No, fair play to him. He was, he was, he was top draw tonight in both boxes, and he kept it simple. I think that was the key. He didn't try, you know, didn't try and see him spraying balls left, right, and centre. He just kept the, kept it simple. And um, you know, as mentioned, Tim Fosu Mensa, he's, he's coming and he's really aggressive, which it really knocked Payet out of his stride. And Lanzini didn't want to go over there. Um, and yeah, he's just, he was just good, to, good to watch for once. He's a big lad, isn't he, Tim? Yeah, he's, he's big and considering he's only 18 as well, he's, um, he's got a lot more growing to do. So, you know, I wouldn't want to be, be having a scrap with him, you know, now, never mind a year or two's time. Uh, there's four of us sat on this tube um, going past, uh, we're coming up to Whitechapel now where we started the podcast earlier. And we have another lad from Greater Manchester area, um, John Bruin, a football writer for ESPN. What did you make of it, John? Um, I think it's one of those nights where... Louis van Gaal is just a manager who is the unflushable manager isn't he every time you think that's it for him and the stories start about Jose Mourinho all the rest of it Jose Mourinho looks a shoe in he turns around a big result and this was one of those it was a great performance and the lads were talking there about Fellaini that was a selection that looked controversial when you saw the team sheet and it came off for them I thought Fellaini was 
excellent tonight. He was really good, and you know, even the goal that he scored, he start, he began and finished the move. Only he could score that goal, which I think I described as a close-range finish. I'm still not sure what he did actually to put it in the net. Um, but yeah, well done, Louis Van Gaal. It's not often we say that this season. Well, we do, but just when he needs to do that. He was in a good mood after the game, wasn't he? He's, he's quite charismatic. I know there's loads of issues with him. We've yeah. both written about it every Absolutely. week throughout yeah. the season. But he's got some magic about him. He just has. Yeah, I mean, you speak to United fans, and it's, you have to say that I find Louis Van Gaal quite a likeable guy. But um, I can understand why many Manchester United fans don't see it that way. Right, we've got to Whitechapel, we're going to change. Are you getting off here? I am, yeah. Just before we end this podcast with the lads on the monkey bus on the way back to Manchester, um, should remind you that the new United We Stand is out against Aston Villa at Old Trafford on Saturday. You might have seen the front cover. It's one with Marcus Rashford scoring against um, Joe Hart in the derby. It's probably my favourite front cover of this season, done by Bandit Nana. Rick, he's, he does our covers, he's a very talented lad. Um, we've got a big interview with Anderson in there. We've got Ant Crawler in They Bleed Red, White and Black. There's some really good content in there. I'm bound to say that. I've just had my head stuck in it for the last few days. But we, we got it to print. We got it finished off. And if you like these podcasts, if you like what we do, if you've not seen a copy of United We Stand, please have a look. We put hundreds of hours into each issue. And we try and get original content such as this where... We went to Brazil to speak to Anderson. Here's a little bit of Anderson speaking, and the full interview is in the New United We Stand, which is out on Saturday. And if you can't get to Old Trafford, you can download copies of the fanzine. We're in our 27th year, and here's a little bit of Anderson. So you're playing for United 2007-08. You're winning the league. You're doing well in Europe. People are starting to sing Viva Ronaldo, we're going to Roma. Uh, it's fucking brilliant. It's brilliant, everything. It's you're confident, life. you're loving life. I love life. You're learning you're, English. You're learning English, not the best, but. <laughs> Why? No, run like how I, I am. Like everyone knows me in the, in the club, everyone knows me. Ah, okay, hello, always like try to make jokes, everyone. Did you know any Manchester words? Which words did you like from? Just like. No, much like, all right, mate. Yes, like, <laughs> <laughs> like it. So you're going to training, all right, yeah, mate. Yeah, just like having fun because that group is is very good players, very good guys like Jonashi, Flat, Real Ferdinand, the boys. So everything I need always help me. I don't have, I don't have nothing problem like that. Always the people try helping me. How was training compared to Porto? Ah, it's completely different. High because level. High level because when you're down, like Porto, the manager gives you the training. Yeah. When I'm down, I see Frank, Frank, no, give you the oh, training. It's Carlos. Yeah. Carlos Queiroz is different culture. It's amazing because I take very fast because when you have a quality in the ball, it's easy. It makes your life more easy. Yeah. By the, yeah, I'm, I'm still young, but I'm a little bit strong. People, I can't take like, you know. Tacos in England is tacos, some in Porto is foul, in England is not foul, the game keeps going. So it is a little bit difficult when you go play away against Stoke City. The guys like one, Bank, yeah. these big guys, you like you feel CPT crowds like, wow, you're so big. That is the Who was the most difficult opponent you played against? Against last. Yeah? 
last from play Real Madrid yeah. play I think it's the more, when you play Tot uh, Portsmouth yeah that is difficult. Yeah, yeah. yeah but that really? is, that is difficult play against him yeah. I have very good fight against him against Iniesta Xavi yeah he's very difficult play but I think it, I, I think the most fight I enjoy it's post-match after West Ham United won Manchester United 2 in the FA Cup uh, quarter-final replay. Uh, as you can hear, it's noisy as fuck. Um, you know, the Reds butting at the thought of a semi-final at Wembley. Fantastic performance. Uh, completely out of the blue in the sense of what we've been used to seeing in away games this season. Loads of effort, a lot of decent attacking football, uh, lots of teamwork, uh, the manager on the touchline giving it all sorts, players battling and fighting for each other, um, bit, of a, bit of a blast from the past. Uh, I think we talked after the Spurs podcast that the FA Cup's always been a tournament that uh, whenever we've been in the shite it's done us a lot of favours and, uh, and dug us out so anyway, bit of good news for us, it's not been, uh, it's not been nice uh, apart from a win at Anfield and the Derby win and then the uh, the run in the FA Cup it's been pretty grim for us so uh, we're going to enjoy it great night really under the floodlights in the dark and uh, loads of uh, loads of good football but uh, good atmosphere and we beat a very very decent West Ham side so I'm going to catch up with a couple of heads and see what's what Woody right you know how to put you through the fucking mill this club don't you we're coasting along and you're going to concede it are you fucking moaning what I'm not moaning but he knows to put you through the fucking mill and give you an heart attack oh fuck off go on do it I can't be arsed with him thoughts for the podcast mate are you happy with that I can't remember much of it mate I was in the, the concourse for the first goal second I was buried under about 20 men <laughs> fucking hell how are you Andy alright right so what time are you up in the morning four yeah I'm up at four in a six I don't give a fuck I really do not give a fuck. Right, I'm going to make a prediction now that go you on. are not going to A, get up at four. Yeah, I'll go with that. B, B in at six. I'll go with that one as well, yeah. There you go. And, and C, you're not going to be flavour of the month for your employers. No, but to be honest, we go to Wembley to fuck them. <laughs> See, that's a bit more like it. It's all right, Woody. I found someone who's in a good mood. You can go and carry on fucking moaning. Right, let me see who else I can go and find. Oh, here's Dan. How are you, mate? Hey, Quick work for the podcast. Absolutely fucking made up, you mate. You're happy with that? Hey, another trip to Wembley now, next week. Are you going to fucking behave at Wembley, or are you going to call Always behave, trouble me, again? Steve. No, <laughs> you know me. Um, speaking of you not behaving, are you coming to the qualifying? Oh, of course, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to put my good coat on this time, though. <laughs> see you later, mate. Let's see who else we can find. Let's go see if we can. I might try and find a West Ham fan, actually, but I'll probably get my head fucking stoved in, so I might just leave that. Hi, hey, mate. Right. Podcast, mate. Thoughts? Oh, first half, awful, weren't we? Changed it second half. But. Someone told me at half time that um, we've um, that's the thirtieth game this season we've not scored in the first half, and then that happened in the second half. So buzzing, well, weren't we? They'll be up there. There were loads, loads, loads of times at Old Trafford this season, but yeah, yep. changed it. Yeah, well, magic, absolutely magic, brilliant. Nice day at Wembley. I'll see if I can make it yet. Oh, <laughs> ringing sick or tell it to disappear, whatever it is that's there. Uh, Why you stay? Uh, I enjoyed that. Mate, it was brilliant, wasn't it? That's what, that's what it's all about. It's uh, been a disaster of a season, but those cup games like that makes it, it. We've got now another trip to Wembley, another long trip on the bus. Season's been extending, and it. Got, uh, I've got. So I need to sort something out because that. Uh, that that's. that's Okay. It was a bit hard, I don't know. Uh, I think <laughs> he, I think I think he's had um, I think he's had at least one 
<laughs> illegal substance inside him today. Pinky knows where I'm Yeah, I've got, uh, I've got, so, I've got work to sort out for that. But um, have you? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, mate, yeah, mate. Don't, don't, don't get me wrong. It's happening. Don't you worry. <laughs> it will be sorted. Mine. All right, that one. It played well. First half was a bit like a bit what it has been, knowing product, but. Second half played really well. It's a tough place to come. He's got more lives than a cat on him, Van Hal. Every time he's on his last leg, yeah, he Black, gets something out. But Blackie said that. Blackie said that on the uh, when he was munching his way through that big bag of crisps. <laughs> <Yeah. podcast. laughs> he actually said, "We'll end up winning the game, and then he'll end up getting away with it, and then he'll end up staying." So he does just enough, doesn't it? He just does just enough. But we should win it. For me, I, I'm of the view that that had fuck all to do with Van Gaal. I think that's one of those games where the players said, "Look, took it on themselves." In spite of rather than you know what I mean, but. <laughs> on, but no, I didn't. <laughs> Sorry, we were just laughing. There's a, a, a really. On, hang on one minute. I've just got a really fat West Ham fans uh, attacking, attacking <laughs> a coach. <laughs> do you know what it looked like? You know, it look like? You know when uh, you know when, uh, you know when I rate men chase prison vans and kick them. And you see them on the news all the time <laughs> when a sex offender's going down, and you got all these people running, running off, kicking large vehicles. Hitting some metal. That's exactly what he was doing. Yeah, right, we played. We looked like we played with a bit of freedom second half. We had pace out wide, and yeah. but the different quality that goal from Rashford. Some brilliant finish, one. So like good blue as well, wasn't it? Pints going everywhere. That goal it? by uh, the. Uh, the cover star of the next United We Stand, which is out uh, this weekend, actually. Oh, it's a brilliant cover, that. It's, what, it's, one of, it's one of Bandit's best, that. Yeah, so. I, I wouldn't disagree with that. Um, I think it was at UC said about the head and shoulders, that childish reference. <laughs> yeah, in yeah, it's genius. Every, <laughs> every time I look at it, I see something else. So. Um, I tell you, I thought it was exceptional, Fosse Mensa. He is. Uh, he's absolutely brilliant. He looks, he looks like he's in his mid-twenties already. And if we, if he doesn't make a first-team player at United and a top, then there's something badly well, wrong. I'm going to say something really bold here and probably end his career by saying I actually think that he'll captain United for a very long time one day. Yeah, he's a better prospect than Pogba at, at the same age. He's the best prospect we've had come through for a long time. I actually think he can play midfield. I think he, once he progresses to get a bit more experience, I think he'll even be centre-back or midfielder. But he's got that ability it's a run game so a unit and a half as well and he like he's just did he really just say that better than Pogba yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know yeah it's a bit, a bit of casual racism <laughs> one, one, one day that one, one day that's going to come back and haunt us <laughs> right lads cheers we'll have a, right, a good trip see you on the bus yeah, mate. Right, mate. Yeah. you're ringing in sick in the morning oh, come here how are you anyway yeah you alright don't give me all this I can tell by how red your face is that you've had a few yeah, I've definitely had a few drinks, Stephen. Hey, mate, you all right? You're well. Just yeah. happy with that. That was, that was just unbelievable, yeah. Brilliant, right? When I reflect back, right, cast your mind back to, we say, Midgeland, yeah? I know. Come here, come here, come here. Right, come here. Cast your mind back to, say, Midgeland and comments like... Still McGlue, man. Me making remarks, and to be fair, which I'm actually embarrassed about going, the lowest of the low, which, by the way, was fair. And we all felt that way, yeah? I got in. No, nobody's saying that. Someone else is bollocks there, clearly. Yeah, right. So, nobody's actually kind of uh, saying stuff like, hey, we're back and stuff, right? Because obviously, we were all at sports the weekend. And it was, it was an abject performance. But a, a, a nice run in the cup, yeah? Tonight was just. It's for us, that. Yeah, it's not for the all cup, the fans, right? For all the shit we've Everybody, been through every, Everybody's travelled out midweek, yeah? I had a really, really good. What's your plan now? Home? Oh, yeah, I'm tonight or tomorrow? In the morning, yeah. Uh, good man. Where are you off tonight? Down here? No, I'm not going to bed. <laughs> right. I'm up all night, yeah? Right, well, enjoy not going to bed and have a safe trip back home, yeah? And I'll see you, yeah. see you the weekend, yeah? I'll see you the weekend, son, yeah? Take Sorry, care. Mate. Let me see who else I can find here. Mike, come in.
Ik wil hem misschien wel eens gaan wachten, mate. Jaren. Yeah. Rick. Hey, mate. You happy? I'm very happy. Fucking about time, innit? Trips to Wembley. When did we last go? Was it the Janet Shield for Moyes? Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah, I think so, yeah. When did we last go in the FA Cup? Oh, fucking hell. Did we lose this? Was it that Everton? Was, was it City? Was it? I oh, don't know. Oh, fuck, yeah. yeah thanks, for, thanks for fucking ruining a good night, Steve. Yeah? Always rely on you to. Well, I, well, I, I thought your night was ruined by that Fellaini winner. Fuck it, well. That's, that's the secret, innit? He had no idea where it was, it, <laughs> when he went in. He fucking hates us, didn't he? <laughs> See that reaction. Forget the goal. I actually did think he did play well today. Yeah, he did. He did. He played. Yeah, I thought he had a decent game actually. And uh, I thought he played a lot better. Just tried to go forward. Um, I mean, Rashford, what a fucking hit that is. I mean, you know, I thought after a dodgy first half, Carrick was a lot better in the second half on a booking as well. And the kid at fullbacks just unreal, isn't he? Possibly. Yeah. I've just said to Ned, um, just uh, his brother. You'll hear it back. Reckons he's uh, going to be better than Pogba, which I'm finding hard to comprehend for a number yeah. of reasons. But then the other one is, uh, he, I think he'll captain our side one day and stay captain. He's just. Did, it wasn't just the way he played. He was actually giving other players games. Uh, you know, yeah. Yeah. No. He's a, he's a leader, isn't he? But oh, I thought the highlight though was uh, when they scored that disallowed with the equaliser. Look, did you see the guy in the white shirt? Yeah, he, he rose down and right across and then had to go back like fucking uh, like an elk in that semi in that yeah. The, um, the thing is though, those um, the, the two saves that the game made though prior. Right? He's just, he's just world class in it. I honestly think he's the best keeper I've seen though. Yeah, there's a lot starting to come round to that. He's making um, saves on a weekly basis. But we can't count Michael in it. No, not anymore. So he's him against Van der Zaar, really, isn't it? Yeah. But yeah. You know he's nailed on will beat Everton and then get beat by Watford in the final, don't I you? Think, I think that's, that's pretty well. much sums our season up. <laughs> but it's two trips to Wembley that happens, so it's not never a bad yeah. thing, is it? So uh, it's going to be a quick turnaround. Ballot tonight, ballot home tonight. I believe so, yeah. And uh, more importantly, quarter past five kickoff, so um, gives us a nice little trip down there. What, what do you reckon we'll do? Probably about eight o'clock, I'd have thought. Uh, leave it eight. Find somewhere to play. Yeah. Yeah. That's got uh, that's just got nightmare and mess with and all over there. Everyone travelling from the northwest. Yeah. My, liver, my kidney my, my, my kidney started hurting last night at the thought of the uh, Norwich away and qualifying and that this is giving me equal equal palpitations. This will be a dry run for that, won't it? Yeah. Cheers, mate. I'll see you in the bus. You happy with that, side? It's the best thing. See, I'll probably change mine tomorrow. But since Moscow, that's the most united thing I've seen. That no one fancied us. We had a go. They bossed the manager. It just some united up in 90 minutes more than most have games that ever will it's fucking ace to be honest high praise indeed Mike that was top let's go for two men sir fucking hell there's no way the residents of Rochelle are getting any fucking post off you in the morning are they yeah that, 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 that ain't happening I'm going to attempt to have, I'm going to attempt to get a word with Big Philly there's no way this is going to come out normal go on go on that was absolutely brilliant we just coasted along and then struggled for the last 10 minutes it was a bit but, united wasn't it it was United of all, and that's what it was. Yes! What a way to end the podcast. Um, reality will dawn back on us when we've got... We've got Villa this weekend, yeah. And then, yeah. do you know it's Crystal Palace next Wednesday as well, which yeah. should be a special. Semi-final and send Villa out. Send Villa down in one week, it'll be all right. Yeah, that, that's, uh, things are looking up. Yeah, I think, uh, as you can see, everybody's in a good mood. We're about to get on our coaches to get back home. So we're probably going to get him back. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, uh, what time do we get home? About two. 
Yeah, we're, yeah, we're, a lot of us are, a lot of us have got alarms set for five, so this isn't going to be pretty. But uh, for once, for once, we've got an away trip home where uh, the team are actually going to do just as much as ourselves <laughs> in terms of the enjoyment factor. So uh, well done to the club. Oh, police are running past. Is it going off, lads? A quick word for the podcast, lads. Do you know? Do you know? We we pay our taxes and our and all of that. And the riot squad that have just gone running past us wouldn't stop, wouldn't stop for a word on the podcast. Never mind. Yeah, we're going to have a lot of fun on the bus on the way home. And uh, I've not spilled any beer. Once though. for once, Manchester United uh, for the first time in a little while, we've got a lot to celebrate. So we're going to do just that. Uh, new mag out with a weekend, so uh, that'll be something else that we can all look forward to. I can promise you that it's fantastic, and including the front cover, which I think is the best one we've done. So uh, that'll be out and about around the ground at the weekend. Uh, the next podcast will be after the Villa game and the lads selling where we'll, uh, we'll give you their thoughts and opinions we'll touch on the semi on the, uh, the cup a little bit more at that if we've got time but uh, in the meantime uh, enjoy the result and uh, we'll see you on the podcast soon so I didn't catch up with